right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 306 Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we're here on episode number 35. Uh, it's the new year, January 5th, 2022. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's been a good start, especially if you were a fantasy champion this year. So uh, we're going to be just kind of wrapping up the fantasy football season here. Uh, we got week 18, still the regular football season here going on. Um, we're going to do a little bit of recap over some of our championship weeks here. Um, recap over some, some of the studs of the week 17. Uh, we're going to go into a little bit of a few stories, and then uh, we're going to share a few to, few interesting little uh, tidbits with you guys, including our very early Super Bowl picks and uh, AFC, NFC champs, et cetera, et cetera. So a little bit of a filler episode this week, and then we'll dive into some, uh, some fun content uh, next week as we enter the NFL playoffs. Uh, but before we start getting into the episode here, we'll, we'll say hello to the fellas there. Uh, we'll start off by saying hello to Zach. Zach, what's going on? I am tuckered right out today. First day back at school um, after the Christmas break. And I don't know what it was, but sleep was hard to come by last or yeah, last night. So pretty tired today, but it was a good day at school. And the only downside was coming home to like a foot of snow. <laughs> I, had to, uh, I had to shovel my way from the garage to the house. Brutal. We, I, I said to my fiance today, I said, I don't know the last time we've had this much snow. Like we've been hammered this year, like especially up in PA. Saskatoon, I know has quite oh. a bit of snow, but up in PA here, it's actually ridiculous. We, we're just running out of places to put it. It's like, <laughs> just so much snow. It's unbelievable. Uh, Armin, what's going on with you? We'll, go, we'll throw it over to you next. Yeah, the city has nowhere to put snow, so it just piled up lucky enough that we, we don't have to go back to work till Wednesday. So um, nice way to end the, the Christmas break with the fantasy football playoffs. I could get on board with the, the week, the extra week, so that we uh, we finish off our Christmas break with a bang like this. It's it's pretty nice. Um, and, yeah, got to use my my brand-new snowblower that I got over Christmas today in the nice, deep, and thick snow. It just plowed right through it. It was beautiful. Yeah, I got my snowblower, I think it was a couple months ago, and it was like, oh, man, why did I not do this years ago? Just, <laughs> just the best purchase ever. Yeah, um, game changer. Big time. We, uh, myself here, I'm a little on, little on the, uh, I wouldn't say under the weather here, but I was uh, just had to uh, find out and that I won't be going to work this week. I tested positive for COVID-19, so I, had to do the rapid test three for three on the rapids. And then now I'm trying to get a PCR test tomorrow. The lineup was uh, shut down just because of how, how long the line was with them closing at seven o'clock. So going to be um, pumping out some fantasy football content and laying on the couch downstairs for, for a good week, I think <laughs> this week, but um, at least got to uh, watch a really good football game last night. I guess it wasn't the game itself wasn't that great. But the, uh, <laughs> the outcome for fantasy owners was what you wanted because uh, locked down two championships and two finals, two championships. You like to see that. Uh, and the one that uh, I was really, really pushing for was my dynasty league where, where Zach and I were in the final against each other. And uh, I came down to like, I put up on social media, there are 17 points between two players. Uh, I was a little bit concerned going into that one, but uh Early and often points were put up and I got to relax and enjoy, enjoy a couple beers and celebrate the W. But as a little bit <laughs> funny, funny thing I'll mention was when we, uh, when we started, 
I was like, I was like nervous on the Sunday morning watching away. And then all of a sudden Zach's team was just slamming points. I think he was up like 40 points within the first boat, maybe eight minutes of Sunday kickoff. I was like, Oh my God, it's over. It's over. I was tilting so hard and Zach goes, all right, just forfeit right now. And I'll, I'll buy your next two years of entry fees. And I was like, Oh man, that is so tech. Almost took the off or just about took it. I was on full tilt. It was, it was unbelievable. Like I was just devastated <laughs> eight minutes in I lost basically, but got fortunate enough and pulled that one out. That was my, that was my only shot at getting the money there. I knew that, uh, I think my entire team played that first round of games there on Sunday and you had guys spread out throughout the day. So I knew I had, it would look bad to start with all my guys going at once. Um, so that was my only shot, especially con- considering how poor um, some of those receivers of mine did. Um, yeah. Credit Un- to you. Good job. Unexpected though. I said, said to Armin last night, Maybe you have to do a guillotine in, uh, or not the guillotine, uh, sorry, the gauntlet. Do the gauntlet every single league, make 12 trades before a season kickoff, and that's how you win a dynasty league, I guess. I don't know. Make a, brand, make a brand new dynasty team each yeah. year. Every single time, just trade with every team manager, and it just worked out. I've been chasing that championship now since the year I got in the league. I've made playoffs every single year and just never been able to get it. So that was, uh, that was a fun one. I was pretty pumped about that one. And it's my second second dynasty win, but it's my first time as a solo manager. So that was uh, that was awesome. I was pretty pumped about that one. But we were, um, we put out a call to social media about the Monday miracles, and it was so funny to see like what people needed, and some of them seemed astronomical, and some of them seemed like impossible. And then just people messaging us as the game was going on. Oh, I got this. I only need this much more, and it was just like constant. Me and Armin were having a good time watching it, talking about the game, and then. Uh, the worst one was like some of them ended up most actually, I think almost every single person that put in there, they ended up getting what they needed. I think just about everybody, but the one he needed Deontay Johnson to outscore Boswell, but he had a three point buffer. And then Johnson got that early touchdown and he was laughing and he's kind of commenting on her, on her socials. Um, and then when they kicked, when Boswell kicked that uh, 50 yarder, he was down or sorry, he ended up being up point point zero two. So it was like about to ice a championship at point zero two, and then Najee breaks off that big touchdown at the end of the game, and they kicked the PAT, and he lost on the last second PAT. <laughs> like, oh man, what a heartbreak! But it was a lot of fun because not only were we following our own matchups, but other people were messaging us throughout the uh, throughout the Monday nighter, and you got to kind of cheer for everybody else that supports the podcast and and put everything out on social media. So it was, it was a lot of fun watching that Monday nighter and, and got to, got to celebrate and have some wings and a few beers. And yeah, it was, it was a good time. I was um, definitely, definitely happy to get that, get that W, but Armin, you, uh, you wanted to give a little uh, tip of the cap to uh, your league there. Yeah. The league I'm commissioner in, it's a keeper league. And, you know, I, uh, I got a shout out. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. So I'm going to rip into him a little bit here to start with uh Aaron Slusher who was our league champion he he came from probably I think this is his fourth year in the league and I don't think he's ever made playoffs he's been last place once or twice and just 
always bad luck. And he he's one of the the guys that we've talked about that accidentally did the auto draft where he uh, he signed into a different uh, draft or a draft simulator or something and, and ended up getting getting a team auto drafted for him. And so uh, you know he's uh, he's a little bit of a newbie at uh, fantasy, but uh, he he loves loves it. He loves talking about it with me, and uh, he he ended up having a dominating year this year. And he won our championship by 90 points. He just laid it on thick on the guy he was playing. But it doesn't hurt that he had Jamar Chase and Devontae Ab- Adams and Debo Samuel, um, Najee Harris. The worst part about it is he had – he could have got 20 more points from his bench than what he actually scored had he played different guys. So – he put together a hell of a team and uh tip of a cap to, to Aaron Slusher. Congratulations, buddy. Big uh a big congratulations too to Tyler Rock. He uh he won our charity league, our inaugural first season of our charity league. And man, what a what a good finish that was between him and uh and Connor Fox. They they played each other in the final and it was two heavyweight uh heavyweight teams. And I think the final score for that league for if you get over hundred points is a pretty good week. I think the final score is like 136 to 125 or something like that. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I know it was two, two high scoring teams and uh, I came down to the wire in the uh, Sunday nighter. So congratulations to Tyler rock. He is the proud owner of a brand new signed Jersey. So we'll be getting that out to him as soon as possible and get a picture of him with his brand new Jersey and uh, Calvin Ridley Falcons Jersey. And, have to get that up on the social medias, but congratulations, Tyler Rock, for winning the the very first uh, charity league uh, put on by your own Three Hundred Six Fantasy Football Podcast. So pretty pretty exciting stuff. If you are a winner out there, congratulations! I know I put out a thing on social media and lots of people commenting on there whether they had won their championships or not, which is awesome to see. So uh, congratulations to you and and uh, if you are much the same as us, where you're now looking to fill the void and and maybe no fantasy season's over, but you enjoy still watching the football, yeah, your team's out of it, but maybe you want to try, try and win a little bit of money too, much the same as you would in fantasy football uh, throughout the season. We're going to give you a couple options here moving forward, and we're going to do a couple uh, throughout the playoffs, um, the fantasy or the NFL playoffs, and as well as the uh, week 18 here. Um, there's the DFS options. And then uh, I know in week 18, there's also your, uh, your pools options where you bet on the NFL teams instead of NFL players. So there's lots of different options to still stay involved. Um, and then obviously we're going to dive into some DFS stuff next week. And, um, and we're going to teach you a little bit about a different aspect of fantasy football, where each week you kind of pick your own team based on a, a, a salary budget. Uh, we'll get into that next week, but it's a, it's a way to stay involved with fantasy football. It's a way to still kind of pay attention to the games. And uh, each week you can pick different players and it's, it's a lot of fun. You don't have to just do it in the NFL playoff season. Uh, it's just for a lot of people, uh, fantasy season is over. So it's an opportunity to keep, keep going in, in the, during the NFL playoffs. But we'll dive into that next week. Uh, and then also uh, coming out right away, uh, I'll be putting it on social sometime this week. Uh, just a reminder that the Charity Bracket Challenge is coming out here right away. Uh, we're going to have some awesome prizes ready to go for the NFL playoff uh, charity bracket challenge here. So pay attention to that. Get yourself involved. Another great opportunity for 
for charity and then another opportunity to obviously stay involved with uh, the fantasy football community as well too so so uh, be paying attention that that'll be right around the corner but um i guess we've we've kind of laid it on thick here before before we actually got into some content but anything uh, anything to add there fellas before we get into some of the uh news and notes Sounds um, exciting. I've uh, I've never done a DFS slate myself, so um, looking forward to trying my hand at it. Should be good. Armand, you had uh, two cents there. Oh, I was just gonna say uh, one more championship we got to mention here is, and I'm sure everybody's wondering how their our staff league went, and uh, the guy who won it purposely did an auto draft and ended up uh, taking home the chip this year. He. Uh, he saw a guy accidentally auto draft the year before and end up getting the highest uh, record or the best record during the regular season. And he said, hmm, I'm going to try that. And he ended up getting the chip too. And after he auto drafted his team and the whole thing was auto draft all 14 rounds, he just let his computer sit there. He said he was tempted to take a few picks, but he, he just let it go. And then he made one trade in the season and a few, uh, few waiver claims here and there but uh he didn't do too much his core was all auto draft and just wild that 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 was able to happen and uh all of us in the league kind of feel a little dumb at this moment (laughs) yeah fair enough talking about zach about the dfs me and a good buddy we used to do it all the time throughout the year but it was man it was just a lot to to do your several fantasy teams and then your DFS on top of it. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get back into it, especially now that fantasy football's done. Give me something else to watch. I'll still be watching the football games, but I love the, the game with inside the game that we, uh, that we participate in within fantasy football. So uh, insiders and headliners here this week, uh, short and sweet, uh, not a whole lot to talk about. Um, one that is a little bit uh, tough, is if you're maybe a dynasty player, you you may have even started them in your uh, redrafts a little bit too. Uh, Michael Gallup on the t- uh, he is wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, caught a touchdown but tore his ACL in the process. Now I know maybe in a redraft it's not a popular name, but in dynasty a lot of owners were very excited for him as he is going to become a free agent this year to see where he's going to land. Now that may make things a little bit more difficult for him. Um, might not be able to just kind of pick where he wants to go, but definitely a very talented wide receiver. And I think has the possibility to be the guy or whatever team he goes to, but now coming off of an ACL injury is definitely going to make things uh, quite a bit more difficult for him. Uh, that's for sure. Um, talking about knees, Joe Burrow um, on the second last play of the game, uh, tweaked his knee, not the knee he previously injured and had to um, surgically repair, but tweaked the knee regardless um, they haven't come out and said much about it yet at this point, but it is definitely worth monitoring. Uh, I can't imagine he's going to play a whole heck of a lot anyways, as um, Cincinnati did clinch the division this past week, but uh, definitely something to monitor moving forward as, as we look into some DFS lineups and our, um, and our bracket challenge as well too. But um, the final piece of insiders and headliners we're going to talk about, and if you hadn't seen this, um, <laughs> I, I'd be very, very shocked because uh, it was all over everything even like even major sporting platforms are putting it out on like their news uh like tsn that doesn't pump out a lot of uh, football uh content they are they're pumping this out it was on like news channels it was just it was everywhere uh but antonio brown seemingly retires mid-game and i say retired because 
I feel like it's going to be hard for him to find a job after this. But if you didn't see it, he's on the sidelines as they're losing to the Jets by multiple scores, starts taking off his shoulder pads, then rips off his Under Armour gear and his, and his gloves, throws them into the crowd, starts doing jumping jacks throughout the end zone while the game is still going on in the background, and then <laughs> gives the deuces sign and then the number one sign and through the tunnel to not be seen again, um, literally in the middle of the third quarter. It was extremely well, bizarre. We were watching it, and then I put in the group chat, I said, okay, did anybody else just see this happen? And then everyone's like, no, well, what do you mean? And then, then we started talking to group chat. I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? Like, it was just so bizarre. He, he was seen again. It was outside <laughs> waiting for an Uber. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the press conference right after was Bruce Aaron saying, yeah, he is no longer a buck, which was to be expected. But <laughs> we were talking to group chat. I was like, is he going to have to, like, sit and wait? for the plane and get on the plane with them home like how awkward would that be but no he uh yeah, scooped an uber and i don't think he's even left new york yet because he was at uh, he was courtside uh was it last night or two nights ago i'm trying to remember but um, uh, last night i think at the brooklyn nets game what a weird scenario and obviously the the sent like the the sentence that needs to be said here is man is mental health at, at the forefront because that's all you can think about this poor guy and like CTE at its finest. If he, if they ever go into his brain for uh, some sort of study after all this, uh, I would imagine CTE will be at the forefront in the conversation there. But he, um, he is in a tough spot. It looks like, and I know more stuff's going to come out here. And there's stories here about this, about well, they wanted to go and play injured, and then no, that wasn't true. And it's kind of hard to find exactly the true story. And I'm sure. Somewhere down the line, we'll end up hearing about it. But uh, at this point, it looked like it was a breakdown. But man, oh man, is he um, he's in a tough spot right now. And and uh, I don't know. I'm curious to think, do you guys think he's going to play ever again? I wouldn't be surprised. Um, if you look on the past two days transaction reports, um, he's still a member of the Buccaneers. Um, the only reason I can, I can think of for that is because they know there's a chance another playoff team might scoop him up uh, if they were to release him. So there may be interest, um, whether it's this year or next year. Do I think he necessarily deserves a shot? Absolutely not. But uh, that's just me and my opinion. Um, clearly, I'm not running an NFL team and, and winning games and championships isn't my number one concern. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's back sooner or later. I was uh, watching the Good Morning NFL or Good Morning. What's it? Good Morning NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching that the other day and they were talking about, um, I can't remember which, wh who, who quoted it or what they had, like the actual, co I think it was a coach that made the quote or whatever it was, but it was in the tolerance. Tolerance is determined by production and talent, not by personality or something like that. And I was like, man, that it makes so much sense because you look at him and his track record has just been bananas. Like you can just see everything that's happened to him since that uh, Versat hit when he got knocked out. Uh, was that 2016? 20, whatever, whatever year it was, regardless. Um, but when he got knocked out, you can just see the chain of events that have happened since. But um, two weeks ago, he was the number two wide receiver on the week. Like he put up massive numbers and then now it's like okay well, nobody wants them but 
I mean, if you production, somebody's going to want production and he is pretty darn good, but you're going to have to figure out with the production of how much you want to tolerate, like, like Zach mentioned. And right now teams trying to make a playoff push might want to tolerate them for, for five more weeks and, and a Super Bowl ring, but to try and make it through a whole 18 week season and then a playoff run and an off season or whatever. Uh, I think that's going to be a tall task for some teams, but it'll be very, very interesting to, to monitor this because if they do release them, I think you're right, Zach. I think a playoff contender team will pick them up and put them in the lineup because well, he's, you've seen the numbers he put up this season. He was elite. Like he, he was back to AB form, but um, very, very interesting to follow. Yeah. And you know, it's going to be a team that is all right with a little noise. Like we were talking, Jordan, there's a few teams out there that might benefit from having him on their roster, but the, the coach or the culture just of that team he wouldn't allow it and they wouldn't have any of it. Right. Um, for example, the Packers, um, Rogers wants another wide receiver in the worst way. Antonio Brown would be a, a huge way for the organization to kind of say sorry to him, but uh, there's no way they're allowing a guy with uh, that much uh, disruption in the locker room into their locker room. And they have enough to deal with Aaron Rodgers to begin with. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Touche. Oh man. Yeah. That's uh, definitely one that we'll be monitoring because he um, in like in dynasty, unfortunately um, his, his name does not carry much value at this point. He is an older receiver. I think he's 32 or 33 now. Um, so he is older. Uh, didn't carry all that much value in dynasty to begin with, but he uh, I'd be, I would be surprised if you don't see his name on another NFL franchise, but uh, I mean, at this point, it might be might be as just good as a coin flip to see if he does land somewhere <laughs> or not. But um, anything else to talk about that uh, that situation there, fellas, before we move forward? Yep, definitely, definitely a, one of the more bizarre scenes you'll see in a in an NFL game. That's for sure. I showed my fiance a video. She was like, "What the? What is going on right now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I don't know either." So <laughs> yeah, it was wild. But uh, we'll get into a weekly recap. Uh, this will be our um, championship here, weekly recap and some studs and duds. And I'll kickstart it uh, with my stud of the week. And I needed him in the worst way. I needed two, I need two of these, I had two players, Najee, and I had Deontay, and I needed 17 points. And uh, Najee was doing his best to try and chip away at that all by himself. And then the first quarter, I think he had seven points in the first quarter just on rushes alone. And uh, he actually looked pretty darn good in this game. I know he had two really nice stiff arms that me and Armin put on rewind and watched over and over <laughs> a couple of times as he bounced off the turf. But Najee Harris had a huge game, 28 carries for 188 yards and one score, which came like right at the end. So solidified a lot of fantasy championships for a lot of people. Uh, also had three receptions for 18 yards and a grand total of 28.1 fantasy points so he put out in a big way i know he's had kind of an up and down season uh, Najee harris in his rookie campaign but he ended it off on a solid note and winning a lot of people championships if you started him so my stud of the week is running back from the pittsburgh steelers Najee harris zach uh, you want to share your stud for sure Another rookie that I think is safe to say won a lot of people championships this weekend 
was Jamar Chase. Um, he was the obvious choice this week for the stud of the week. Um, he put up 11 receptions, 263 yards, and three touchdowns. Good for just over 50 half-point fantasy points, which was eighth most uh, half-point PPR points ever in any game. Um, well, since they started keeping track of stats, I guess. Um, very reminiscent of last season with Alvin Kamara on Christmas Day, I want to say. Yeah, it was. Where he scored like six touchdowns. And if you started him, you, you basically won that week with uh, with a few exceptions, I suppose. Um, if you were lucky enough to be in the final with Jamar Chase, um, I would be surprised if you at least uh, were, were competitive, right? Chances are you won the game, but at the very least, you're probably quite competitive in your matchup if you lost with him i am so sorry that sucks <laughs> like, yeah, that really sucks um the armin your stud of the week oh my god i just saw who it is come on <laughs> <laughs> oh you know i had to go with him yeah he, he in a jamar chase week yeah jamar chase crushed it this week but uh you know, my my guy that I called as the, the start of the week last week, Rashad, Rashad Penny, was second this week in half-point PPR points with 32.5 points, 25 carries, 170 yards, and two uh, house calls. He um, He's looking like he is what he was advertised to be a few years ago when he was drafted. And he's just finally starting to hit that stride now that he's put together a run of being healthy here. Um, he's got burst. He's got vision. He's he's showing it all right now. And um, I'm excited to, to see what happens in Seattle next year with him and Carson. I know Jordan's a little nervous about Carson. Um, so Penny might be the, the feature back even in, in Seattle next year, which is um exciting if you if you had him in dynasty and you've been just holding on holding off hope all these years did the seahawks I'm, pick up his contract no his no yeah no they didn't so, so he's a free agent yeah he is yeah. it'd be interesting to see what happens we talked about this last night arm whether they think i mean seattle i think they might resign him depending on what they think they have with uh with their running back room and obviously they like penny they kept him around he just couldn't get healthy but not picking up his fifth year option makes it a little bit more interesting but he's you got to think with what he's put up in his last couple of weeks while he was healthy teams are going to be pretty interested in that in free agency whether or not um seattle gives him that offer before he hits the free agent market first yeah like um, in the last few weeks here he's gotten like 500 yards in four weeks so imagine that throughout an entire season right what whether he consistent his body can sustain that but we've seen lots of times where injury quote-unquote injury-prone players have come back and just been dynamite. Like, look at a guy like maybe Melvin Gordon, right? He had that injury-prone tag for a little bit and then just came out and just was dominant. Um, Cook too. Yeah. Before I move on to my duds, I want to mention one thing about Zach Stud there. How how fun is that team going to be to watch moving forward for the next, like, five, six years? They're, They're four dynamic offensive players or five dynamic offensive players are all around the ages like 22, 23, 24, 25, and 26. Like the oldest one is like 26 years old. Like it's, they're going to be so much fun to watch moving forward. Yeah. I think they're, they're all signed until I think 2024 or 2025. Yeah. 
So they're going to they well, unless they make a move, they should all be there for the foreseeable future for sure. Yeah, that team is gonna be so much fun. Like I I seen Armin last night. I'm trading Joe Burrow. Like he was one of my favorite players. I traded him to try and make a playoff push, um, which uh, kind of bit me in the ass because man, did he have a good playoff push himself? But <laughs> that is, that is going to be an organization that's going to be a lot of fun to watch moving forward. Just they're, dynamic and young and fun. Yeah, like, they're going to be the next KC or or Rams. You know, one of those teams that just are loaded in. Everyone can score. Very possible. Yeah, very possible. Um, my dud of the week here, I started him. I'm sure everybody else started him. And unfortunately, uh, he chose a really tough time to um, have one of his worst weeks uh, so far, especially in his sophomore campaign. Uh, wide receiver from the Dallas Cowboys, C.D. Lamb. On four targets, he had three receptions for 51 yards, which I guess isn't terrible, but it's... <laughs> Not great either, uh, putting up 6.6 fantasy points this week. And um, in a game where the, the Cowboys scored, I think it was 24 points or 22 points. So um, you'd think if the Cowboys are scoring 22 points, you're thinking that C.D. Lamb was definitely going to be in the mix. Um, well, you would be, unfortunately be incorrect. Uh, so C.D. Lamb had a tough week. Um, he's still a budding superstar coming out of his sophomore season, and he'll be a highly, highly drafted wide receiver next season uh, but unfortunately left a little bit of stale taste and a lot of fantasy uh, managers in the championship week but cd lamb is my dud unfortunately this week zach yeah a lot like cd lamb uh tyreek kill was somebody else that um you know not not a terrible week um but just uh a guy that you came to count on for for putting up at least double digit points and when you needed him the most in the finals, he, he came up short. Uh, Hill had six receptions, 40 yards, good for 7.2 fantasy points. Um, I know I was the beneficiary in one league where my opponent had him as one of his starting receivers, and he just put up a – not a stinker, but just a, a lesser week for him, and I definitely uh, reaped the benefits there. So um, a lot like C.D. Lamb. He's somebody that you got to start no matter what. And it just so happened that this week was a bad week for him. Yeah, big uh, big dynasty W for this this year too, eh, Zach? I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it was uh, it was not bad. It was not bad. <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Armin, your uh, dud of the week? All right. To my dud of the week, uh, you, you didn't start him this week with a ton of confidence thinking he was going to have a big – explosive game but um he was still a guy that you you lock in and you you start him knowing that he he'll get the touches and he'll get you some production and at least give you a, a good floor right um but this week it just stunk for him and i my debt of the week is dalvin cook the rb for for my vikings as sad as that game was um, I think uh, their center ended up with more uh, fantasy points on the night than Dalvin <laughs> Cook. God, was um, that awesome? Yeah, that was that's a that's a highlight for sure. I think uh, best most at, most athletic center in the league by far. Yeah, so definitely then, the only one to have a thirty-five yard reception this season too. So yeah, <laughs> man, he looked athletic when he caught the ball that burst through. I I was like, holy crap, he can actually move. There was a still shot of him dragging three defenders. It was aw- oh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, Dalvin Cook, he had nine carries for 13 yards and three receptions for zero yards or 2.8 half-point PPR points. Um, yeah, just a bad week for Cook. They completely shut down that Vikings offense. And um, Cook, who you can usually depend on to at least get you like somewhere around 10 points at his lowest low games, got you a pretty low score this week. Yeah, that's uh... – that was a kind of a trend. A lot of big names put up some some unfortunate numbers in the, in in a, in a week where you needed them the most. But it was po- very polarizing. Either you got a huge week or you got uh, got kind of a, a pitiful performance. But that's the way she goes. As I was deciding my start sits this week, I uh, decided against starting one of my favorite budding stars this year was Amandra St. Brown, and um, Armin was like, "No, you got to start him. You got to start him." But because of potentially if a player would have missed because of COVID, I wouldn't have had enough running backs to start. So I started another guy, even though he was um, injured, didn't have a great week, kind of bit me in the butt. And then Amonra would have solidified me the win on Sunday. I wouldn't even have to stress through the Monday, but Amonra, I'm going to give an honorable mention. He had a, he had a huge week and he had another 33 point week. So Amonra St. Brown had a, had another good one. So I, I, I love seeing that, especially as a Lions guy, but um, like having on my dynasty team too. So, might have to try and go scoop them up in a couple more leagues, I think. <laughs> um, talking about scooping some stuff up this uh, this upcoming year, it's um, I'm excited to see what kind of more product comes up on the shelves. I know we talked about a little bit um, last week, I think it was, <laughs> the um, the Gateway to the North hoodie. Oh, man, I got to go pick myself stuff that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, that would be Limitless Gear. Uh, it's a brand about bettering yourself and believing that possibilities are endless if you set your mind to it. I know we took a good break, a well-deserved break, but uh, the doors are back open at Limitless Gear. Find yourself down there on Central Avenue and check out the store, check out the product. And uh, I know I'll be definitely wearing my Limitless Gear. I'll be wearing my, my big comfy hoodie around the around the house for the next couple of days. Uh, I know, I think, Armin, you said you're wearing your Limitless today too. So uh, yeah, I'm wearing my uh, my T-shirt that I got for Christmas today. Nice, nice. Yeah, they got. I think it's the gateway to the north one too. Oh, it is too, man. That's sharp. Yeah, Yeah, that is a that is a nice T-shirt. Yeah, that's that's what I need right there. I said I don't want the shirt too because I have a hoodie already. So that's a. Armin, if that shirt goes missing, it's not in my closet. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little tight on me, so I think you'd bust the seams, maybe. Although. Limitless gear, pretty good quality, probably won't bust. Yeah, like, we'll just stretch, stretch we'll just stretch the heck out of it and I'll squeeze yeah. in there. Be like you a know, sausage. It's a nice link. soft shirt though. It's uh it's my favorite shirt that I've been wearing lately. So I wear my hat all the time too. I gotta get myself a toque. That's my next thing I gotta get. But yeah, man, that's unreal stuff. And if you uh if you haven't jumped on board yet, don't miss out on a good opportunity. Get yourself down to Limitless Gear and get yourself some uh, some quality products. So, um, Canadian player profile this week. We talked about having to possibly do one if we had a tiebreaker, and we've got a tiebreaker. Last week we did Carter O'Donnell, offensive tackle for Indianapolis. We were uh, focusing on Jonathan Taylor, uh, and the buy or sell was: Will Jonathan Taylor put up over his uh, season average of 22 points against the Raider defense um, with potentially a new quarterback behind center? Uh, they ended up having Carson Wentz there. Uh, they might as well have started a different quarterback because man, oh man, that was a tough football game to watch. And I was focusing on that one plentiful as a Jonathan Taylor owner. And unfortunately he did not hit that. He hit 17.9, which, uh, which definitely isn't terrible, but it, it was the weirdest 100 yards and a touchdown game 
because you were disappointed with 18 points. And uh, I'm disappointed that I lost my lead in uh, Canadian player profile. So, so now um, me and Armin are tied nine to nine uh, to Zach's five. So we have to do a tiebreaker here. Uh, so we're going to figure out here. We decided that in this week, 18, Armin and I are both are going to pick one player that is outside the, the top 50 as of right now. And uh, whoever has the better week is, uh, is going to be the champion. So that's, uh, that's how we're breaking the tie. So you'll have to tune in for next week, but Armin, do you want to share your, uh, your selection here for the, for the tiebreaker? All right. My, uh, my guy that I'm picking for the tiebreaker um, is my guy, AJ Dillon um he's playing detroit this next week and, and the packers are likely to be be letting jones get a little bit more rest than usual and and uh, adams and rogers so who's the the next guy up there in that team it's aj Dillon. he's a he'll be getting a lot of opportunities this next week against a weaker opponent and that's that's gotta be who i go with plus i pound his drum so much i gotta put my money where my mouth is to finish this off here. Yeah. Congratulations. I think you just won. Um, I just realized <laughs> that this against Detroit. So that's not good. I'm just hoping that they just don't rest guys. I don't know, but um, I'm going to go to this. I'm going to the same matchup. I'm going Detroit versus uh, Detroit versus green Bay here. And I am starting a monitor St. Brown. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> I, I think I couldn't believe Zach didn't guess it, but then I figured if Zach didn't guess it, Armin had to knew it was coming, but uh, yeah, in the um, I'm just pulling up some stats here in the last, I think it's since, since week 13, he is the number two wide receiver on the season uh, in that, in that span. And he has been putting up electric numbers. I believed in him, And then I took him out with just certain options. And I can't believe I just didn't go to the well in my championship matchup, but uh, in the last, in his last weeks, 31 points, 21 points, 20 points, 11 points, 19 points. That's some week 13 on. He's been electric. He's solidified himself as the Detroit Lions wide receiver one. And it doesn't matter whether it's been Jared Goff or it's been Tim Boyle. He's been getting it done. And now he's even getting it done in the rushing game, doing his best Debo Samuel impression because he got <laughs> a rushing touchdown for a good chunk of yardage as well, too. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll might as well just watch the same game. And we'll, yeah. we'll find out the Canadian player profile for that one. You know, that's a good one, too, because just like my reasoning for picking Dylan with guys sitting, Green Bay is going to be sitting some defensive players, too, right? So yep. you got to think that uh, St. Brown, him being a young player, they're still going to feed him, keep trying to keep him hot, keep uh, developing him in a game, right? And I think Detroit's going to throw the ball a lot, too, because you kind of want to you, you want to see what you got going into the offseason. So uh, with golf not playing much this last little bit, I think they're going to get put him in there and have him just air the ball out a bunch. Uh, I think there's going to be a few quarterbacks that kind of get to some uh, some time in that game, which may actually hinder me a little bit. But it's uh, that's I think what a lot of teams are going to be looking at this week is this is our last chance to look at players in a live scrim and before we have to make some decisions and draft and free agency. And um, I think. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see, not, not not necessarily just from Lions, but just from a lot of teams in general, especially you got nothing to play for, but you're definitely playing for your franchise moving forward still. So be a, be an interesting week. Um, so for this week, we said we're going to keep it short, keep it sweet. Uh, we're going to talk about 
our very, very early playoff picks here. So uh, I know playoffs aren't necessarily set. We've got another week to get it done here, but we're going to do our NFC championship, AFC championship, and then our Super Bowl picks. Uh, and then we'll finish it up with our favorite segment of the week. So um, going in this one, we'll start off our NFC championship game uh, with Armin's picks. Armin, who do you have? Uh, who do you who do you think is going to be in that NFC championship game? All right. NFC championship game. I went pretty vanilla, um, but you can't argue with these two teams too much. Uh, almost consensus, except one of them for Jordan's pick when he gets to it. But uh, I picked Rams at the Packers for the NFC championship game. Um, they're both elite offenses. The Packers defense is getting more solid and the Rams have a pretty good defense as well with Von Miller and Darnold there. So. Uh, Zach, you want to just give him the thumbs up or what do you want to do your ears? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's basically, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, the, for me, I think at least the NFC is a lot more clear cut. I, I think than the AFC, um, I think the best matchup as it stands right now is that four or five matchup, but, uh, I can't see either of those teams, the Cowboys or the Cardinals, uh, even making it to the championship game. So I, like Armin, am going with the Rams and the Packers for the NFC championship game. So for mine, this uh, this one is a, just a sense that I, used, I don't want to bet against Tom Brady, <laughs> especially that early. Uh, so I'm going to go with Rams versus Tampa Bay. Um, I do like the Rams. I know they're struggling right now. Uh, but once you catch a little bit of fire, um, and it, well, especially in the uh, playoffs, all it takes, you got to win one game, right? So, um, they're going to be getting, uh, getting the, getting right in my mind. I think, uh, the Rams is still a, an electric offense and, and a very, very good defense. And you follow the money, follow the transactions They're They're all in right now. They're, they're very win now, Super Bowl ready. Um, so I, I do like the Rams. And obviously, I don't want to bet against Tom Brady, even though he is depleted uh, with some weapons right now. Um, it's still Tom Brady, and he'll still figure out a way. So I, I'm, I'm going to go Tom Brady uh, versus Matthew Stafford in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Armand, your AFC Championship game? All right. This is where I uh, kind of brought in the underdog here. Um, I went with the Ravens and the Chiefs. So the Chiefs, they're getting hot at the right moment in the year. Um, they started out slow, but lately they've been pretty, pretty electric. Um, they had a nice game against Cincinnati there. Those are two electric teams that are very fun to watch. But um, Chiefs are hitting their stride right when it matters most. And then the Ravens, um, I know they haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, but, uh, you know, that that's a team that uh, you've seen them win last second in games, you know, close, tight games. They've shown that they can win those tough, tough games. Um, and you can never count out uh, Lamar Jackson. So um, I think the Ravens will, will make playoffs and they'll, they'll make it to that championship, the AFC championship game against the Chiefs. He'll just go have a quick poop and come right back out again. Just like classic Lamar <laughs> last year. That was unreal. Uh, Zach, your, uh, your matchup? It might not have to be a quick poop if uh, Tyler Huntley's the starting quarterback. Yeah, I don't think they're panicking <laughs> maybe, as much. <laughs> he can maybe linger there, check his phone. <laughs> um, so my my AFC championship game uh, will be the Bills against the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, that would be like a fantastic matchup. That would be a repeat of the October 10th game 
where the Bills beat KC and they scored 38 points in that game. Um, I, I just, looking at the bracket as it stands right now for the AFC, um, I know the Titans are the one seed, but I, I can't see them making the, making the championship game uh, unless Derrick Henry comes back uh, pre-injury form right away. Um, I just looking at the other teams around them, the Titans don't score nearly, nearly as many points as the rest. Um, I, I don't think it, they have it in them to keep up with some of these higher scoring teams, whether it's the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the Bills. Um, so I'm going with the Bills and uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll just give you the up arrow, Zach. I'm the uh, I'm the same as you. I, I, I'm kind of putting this one out there, so I think it could be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, if Tennessee obviously gets Derrick Henry back, I think that would be fun to watch too. I think sneaking them in there. So that was a team that I definitely considered as well. Um, but uh, I did the exact same as you. I have the I have the Bills and I have KC. Um, just like Armin said, KC right now, you're, you're catching fire at the right time. Uh, even though uh, their defense did look like they were uh, solidified, they did have a, a tougher week 17 here this past week against Cincinnati. Uh, but their offense is definitely clicking. Uh, they've had some of their studs unfortunately uh missed time with covid or when they came back the week after covid you've seen some down down numbers but they've had guys like byron pringle uh demarcus robinson they stepped up and and been able to produce right so even even when their studs are are, are struggling they still have a lot of horses that uh, that can get the job done and just uh i i really like buffalo i just think uh i think even though same thing they're, they're struggling a little bit but uh i think that um you catch the stride and and I, I just want Josh Allen to, to get the job done because I, I just like cheering for him. I, I think he's a very talented quarterback, and that's a, that's a fun team to watch. And, uh, man, Devin Singletary is starting to carry a lot of the load, so hopefully uh, hopefully it'll open things up for Josh Allen to air the ball downfield. Uh, Super Bowl pick, Armand. Might as well say your champ while you're at it, I guess. I have in two different categories, but tell us your, tell us your matchup and then your champion. All right, so my matchup I have – is the Chiefs going back to their third straight Super Bowl, um, and it's going to be against the Packers. And I think ultimately Aaron Rodgers um, says his swan song. He, he wins his last game as a Packer, and he goes out on top as a Packer. Um, he he's uh, he's going to be motivated to to win that game. He's going to want that game really a lot especially if he is actually considering retirement so um i think he's he's gonna will his team it's gonna be a bit of a shootout and he's just gonna will will the packers who aren't quite as won't play quite as good as the chiefs i'm already saying how the game's gonna go here (laughs) that's how far i'm predicting it the chiefs are gonna outplay the packers but aaron Rodgers will will it seen seen the future armand day (laughs) zach uh, what's yours all righty so i am taking uh the Bills and the Packers in the Super Bowl. And similar to what Armin said, I am also taking the Packers as the as a Super Bowl champion. Um, if Armin can predict the future, so can I. Uh, <laughs> it's going to come down to the, the last drive of the game. The Bills will be up by six, and Aaron's going to be playing poor all game, but he's going to turn it on at the end. He'll be limping down the field with that COVID toe flaring up real bad. <laughs> AJ Dillon and David Bakhtarari will be carrying him Byron Leftwich style from Marshall. They'll be carrying him down the field after each passing play. And then with uh, as the seconds 
are going off the clock, he'll hit uh, he'll hit like somebody stupid. Like he'll hit Randall Cobb for a crosser uh, in the end zone to to seal the deal, and he'll point up to Shalina Woodley in the crowd, and they'll go off and be hippies somewhere. And then he'll report for duty in like I don't know, like Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was gonna say next. Pittsburgh or Denver. <laughs> don't don't go back. Don't go back to Green Bay, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I too have seen the future, um, but I saw the future before the season started when I made this selection, uh, because I'm sticking with my preseason way too early Super Bowl pick, and I had Rams versus Bills, and I picked the Rams. So I saw the future way back in August. Uh, and I just didn't tell you guys. I didn't want to ruin the, <laughs> ruin the suspense until now. But I guess we're sharing our future, tell our stories here. So um, both teams that have been struggling a little bit. But like I said, you catch a little fire in the postseason. Uh, and good things can happen. And these are, um, this is a product of just two teams that just I really enjoy watching. And, uh, and I am a big-time Matthew Stafford fan. Um, unfortunately he has been struggling a little bit right now. And that's t- tough for me to watch, especially with a lot of the pressure on him to, to bring that Super Bowl to uh, Los Angeles, especially what they paid for him. Uh, but I would love to see him get the ring, even though that gives Detroit a lesser, um, draft pick, um, approximately by about six or seven picks. But, uh, regardless that late first round pick is, uh, it's a late first round. It's not like uh, a six or seven, uh, spots makes a difference as it would, is an early pick compared to that late pick but um i do want to see stafford get the ring uh, unfortunately was not was not going to happen in detroit i uh, would love to see mcveigh get the ring uh, they were so close there against tom brady uh, i was in 2018 uh but unfortunately couldn't get the job done uh, i would love to see it happen and i have seen it happen because i've seen the future and i'm <laughs> telling you uh matthew stafford he's also going to be the uh, super bowl mvp and uh, i might shed a tear and buy myself a stafford jersey so I'm telling you that I haven't seen that far in the future yet that I bought the Jersey, but uh, I do, I do shed a tear. So I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh man. But um, it's one of us are liars. So we'll figure out who it is. Um, Zach, you want to wrap this episode up here with uh, my, with all of our favorite uh, segment here with your upset of the week. All righty. I am a sucker for punishment. I am going back to the Detroit lion. Well, um, it hasn't worked out so well so far, but uh, it's what week 18 is for, right? Uh, so I have the Packers as one-point favorites over the Detroit Lions this week. Um, I do not expect, kind of similar to what Armin said, um, I do not expect Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, or even Aaron Jones to uh, play too much or you know, not play at all. Uh, for the Packers, um, meaning it's going to be uh, Jordan Love out there and some of those lesser receivers like like Cobb, like EQ St. Brown, uh, Lazard, uh, and the rookie there more. Um, and a true RB1, A.J. Dillon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. That guy too. And then uh, for the Lions, they've been playing well all, all year. Uh, the record might not show up, but they've been playing tough all year. Um, and this might be their best shot, you know, this season for sure, but maybe even for the next couple of years at taking down the Packers. And I'm sure they'll play uh, with their hair on fire and try to take down the Packers. And while you're watching that game, you guys, you should definitely check section uh, 323 
which is to the right of the visitor's bench. Check uh, around aisle 21. You're likely to see Jordan Love's family up there. <laughs> I, I looked at Reddit, and that is the worst section in the stadium, according to Reddit. Uh, so look for Jordan Love's family to be up there. <laughs> Shout out Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. If that would be, oh man, I would, first of all, I'd love to beat the Packers, but I know my Packers buddies will never let me uh, live that one because it's not going to be a true W and it'll be uh, unfortunately dropping us from the second second overall pick to probably the fourth. So I uh, really don't want to see it happen, but I'll see them cover the spread, Zach, cover the go. spread. Not not mad at that. Um, anything to add to your fells before we uh, end this episode? No, yeah, thank you. Actually, you know what? Yeah, go ahead, Armin. Go oh. ahead. Oh, it was a fun season. It was great uh, talking with you guys all season long. Thank you guys for that. And then thank you to all the listeners throughout the season for your support. And um, congratulations to everyone who won their uh, fantasy uh, league. Zach, you had something to add there? Yeah, shoot, I should have went first. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, if you've stuck with us this long, um, it's either because your phone is stuck on Spotify to us <laughs> and you're not able to change apps uh, or you or you like us. So either way, that's good for us. Thank you very much for sticking it out with us. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely one of the bright spots of my week hanging out with you guys and uh, hopefully we, we did win you guys some money. Uh, feel free to drop a donation to my <laughs> bank account. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but uh, if you did win some money, congratulations. And if you didn't, hopefully you still had fun uh, competing this season in whatever uh, type of league you play in. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue to beat the drum. We, we really appreciate like like truly, really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and without you guys, we'd just be three guys talking on a computer. So, uh, it's been, it's been awesome. And, and obviously, uh, keep, keep, uh, keep coming back because we're going to be, uh, we're gonna be talking fantasy here. Um, soon after the, after football season ends, we'll be converting back to our two, our, our episode every two weeks for the, for the football off season, but we still got some DFS talk. It's going to be a, a brand new segment next week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's another way for you to uh, win money and uh, win money every single week. Well, while watching the sports you enjoy that's that's football so uh we got the charity uh we got the charity bracket coming up uh we got a big thing planned up for the super bowl ready to go too so we still got a lot of content to get through we got a lot of football action to get through and then uh and then we'll take some 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 much needed time off and then we'll get into the the, the football uh football off season and and uh maybe start uh we'll find somebody else to kick kick their ass at uh, fantasy feud or or, or all of our other fun games we had going there and and of course at the end of the year here we're gonna be spinning a lot of our uh spinning the wheel uh for our punishments that we have to pay out here at the end of the year so we got a lot to cover in in the, in the next couple of weeks so thanks for thanks for tuning in congratulations if you won uh if you didn't hey uh there's uh there's dfs coming up here an opportunity to still make some money so thanks for listening to episode 35 uh, enjoy week 18 here, the last week of the uh, football season before playoffs. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care, everybody.